It's the daily talk show with Josh and Tommy, and Tommy's back after being sick. Oh, yeah. It was one day. Yeah. I was completely wiped out. On a Monday. You know, if you're sick on a Monday, typically you need a medical certificate. I don't think that's true. I think it's only if you're sick for two days in a row. Okay. Fuck medical certificates. They're bullshit, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) You can forge that shit. No. Uh, it is episode, what, number five? Six. Six. It's episode six because you missed out on five. Sorry about the um, episode five. It was just uh, you talking to Craig Harper. I, I, think. Th- I think people would have got a great deal of value out yeah. of it. I hope. Absolutely. Uh, so it's Tuesday and um, yeah, so you you were sick. Now, was this one of the first times you were sick as a uh, self-employed person? Uh, I reckon I've had couple of days off uh-huh. since being self-employed mm-hmm. i mean there's some there's probably been more days that i've just pulled back a lot put in maybe 20 percent. in that case i've had a lot of sick days <laughs> <laughs> you're putting in a lot of 20 percent days yeah. it's funny when you I, I remember um when i worked at a company that had working from home days mm-hmm. the sick days just goes way down because people don't take sick days they just work from home yeah um, yeah, because there's probably there's probably a lot of days you don't feel up for going to work, but you could work. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. that is interesting. Um, that's um, can I say the company that you work yeah, for? Yeah, Invato. Invato. Yeah. So, so the dude who lived downstairs from me in my apartment block, I was always like, "Fuck, this dude does not work. He's <laughs> home all the time. I don't know how they're affording it." Yeah. Then it turns out he's on a well-paid job for Invato. Yeah, that because right. he he literally worked from home most days. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the future. What what's been the most flexible work you've ever had? Oh, I oh actually working in radio. So working for somebody else, you mean? Yeah. Because I've worked for yeah. myself most of my oh, life. Sure. But so I worked for radio. And so we would do the show from 6 a.m. till 9. And then I'd leave straight away and go get coffee and have food. Mm-hmm. And then I'd come back in, do a bit more work. But it was more like if you don't do enough work, you're fucked the next morning. Yeah. So I, we always did enough work. Yeah. But that was the most flexible. Not Nothing like what you've had. Yeah. I think Envato in, in is a bit like that where it's super flexible. Um, but... It all comes down to accountability. I think that where people fuck themselves is they accept the flexibility as them being loose. They do fuck mm. all work and then they get fired. Get fired. Is it? Um, is there? Does it vary across what role you have for the company? Yeah, I had. I reckon one of the best roles because I literally had three months where I was just filming, where I reckon I responded to about four emails in three months. Where there's other people who rely heavily on email. Um, and so your job didn't, and that's why. So yeah, that was a dream job because I was reporting into the CEO um, and I was working with uh, my producer who was a, who became a great friend, Nasan. And so we were traveling together. He would be doing it. So that, that was why my inbox was low too. But so in the company, does it like matter what position, say if you're a... a no, everyone or a web developer. The only person who wouldn't have had this sort of flexibility would have been the receptionist. Oh. So um, that's hard to do in other places. But the thing is, it's not like a traditional receptionist. They wouldn't answer the phone. They would um, get all the voicemails yeah, and yeah. then go back and call them because you get people like crazies who like their um, their WordPress templates being fucking up. So they'll contact Envato as if they would be able to solve the problem if you have no idea what Envato is look it up it's yeah. a um, E-N-V-A-T-O dot com they oh. do like theme forest video hive audio jungle 
It's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Good resource. Anyway, the, um, job titles. I was I was uh-huh. on the way here. I was on the way to work this morning. And I heard some fucking dude on Triple J. Like, basically, he was introducing a guest that was coming up next. I didn't I didn't listen to the interview, mm-hmm. but they were saying, uh, you know, he's he's this, he's that, and among other things, his real ro- his real title is futurist. Uh-huh. And yeah. I was thinking that is the most bullshit fucking thing on earth to be a futurist all the, futurist now, all of the i mean i think every job title is fucking bullshit anyway <laughs> but a futurist you cannot know the future you so can have a, a more educated guess over somebody else and that's literally what they're doing right it's the same with strategists or anything like this they a futurist is taking a lot of times things like history or they're taking technology and they're making sort of guesses on this is what we can be looking at. So they'll say, <laughs> based on how machine learning is going, how how artificial intelligence is going by using yeah, this yeah. theory, we should be able to be in driving cars. What does that mean? And so a futurist will also look at what is the social impact of us not having um, to drive our cars, having driverless cars. Well, it's like there goes the taxi industry there goes the um the, you know uber drivers but then there's all these other effects so maybe it's around traffic or it's around um, car manufacturing and then if you think car manufacturing you think about uh, all the different industries and the people who rely on that i feel like there's still a slight level of just i've got it's like something it's like fuck it's like uh life coaches what's they're just fucking guessing. Yeah. They're just saying, okay, this has sort of worked previously. Here's some sort of theory. At what point do you, you call yourself one? Like, do you think you go through that as someone? And look, I, I might like be totally wrong a futurist. about futurists. Yeah, I think, I don't think they're too dissimilar to a movie reviewer. Mm. It's subjective. So they're it's taking, all- yeah, they're taking information and... You know, the, a good example of a futurist would be uh, Kevin Kelly, who um, who has that cool tools. You know, I've got that cool tools book. Real random. Yeah, I can show it to you. He um, he started Wired magazine. But you know, these companies will pay futurists to come in and do talks because th- there is something to be said with someone who is constantly looking at all of these mm. things. So looking at stuff like cryptocurrency and saying, well, what is the actual impact on this sort of stuff. What has been, like, if you think about it, there has been a huge amount of impact on having mobile phones um, at the level that they are today. And futurists can help businesses prepare for that, uh, help cities organize um, because Airbnb is just the beginning, right? So is there a bunch of futurists that are pretty much saying the exact same thing? Yeah, there'd be heaps. There'd be there'd be all there'd be ones focusing on different things, right? So there's going to be someone who's got a technology skew, a, a psychology. Yeah, but say skew. there'd be thousands in each space. Yeah, are those thousands in each space pretty much saying the same thing? Because if no, they're not, no, they all have their different theories, and so it's they're all just having stabs at what the potential future yeah, and- is, and they're only. And, so, and what, some, did, what was that post Jules Lund wrote about? Oh, he's talking about on LinkedIn. It was about the trends, how to write a post about yeah. trends in in the fu- yeah. future. I mean, there's trends. A, there's, a, there's a language to it, but the thing is that there are futurists who 
in you know the the 70s or 80s or they would have said things that today we are doing like so but then there's all the people who said yeah there'll be shit that people (laughs) so the futurists who people listen to are the ones that have have made some assumptions and have been correct yeah, yeah. i mean i don't know that like i'm talking no, but I think they wouldn't, authority they wouldn't but, stand on their feet if they if they were if they're getting everything wrong they pre, people would probably be going all right bro uh-huh. you need to chill out on your title yeah, your i'm job sure title. There, there's some there's ones that were saying that would have flying cars yeah. or things like that um but yeah i think it's uh yeah, future stuff's interesting. When you think about the future, do you get excited, scared? What's the emotion? Uh, I think it's more scared when you have a kid because then you realise mm-hmm. what they're up for. Yeah. But the... Yeah, I mean, it's only... Yeah, I don't know. It is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But I like it. I've always embraced it. You know, James, my mate, he's yeah. paranoid about everything. He He said the other day, he said that he thought that the government was tracking him and i said why and he said that um when he leaves his building he loses reception for a second it flicks on and he thinks that they're tracking his specific area i said are you with optus he said yes i said the same thing fucking happens with me you just don't have reception in the office you're fucking idiot but if it's not for if it's not for like flying cars, just fucking get the internet right. Like get super fast internet yeah. that doesn't drop out everywhere. Yeah. It seems like we, there's these leaps that we, we want to make, but we haven't got the fundamentals right. What's your theory around? Like, I know that you're the type to put a, a sticker over the top of your camera. Yeah. Uh, like, so your, your laptop camera. When did you first do that? Um, my, now it doesn't have any credibility. He's like a futurist who's got everything wrong. My <laughs> mate James. Yeah. He the one put, that thinks he, the government's behind on him. Which he's got probably. it on. He's got it on there. But I watched a video the other day of a hacker who got into someone's MacBook. Oh, yeah, and looked through the 100%, camera. Yeah. But I, but I was saying before, I, I've always been pretty, not careless, but I'm like, I'm not hiding anything. Like if you hacked or looked into my computer the not- worst you're gonna get is like a huge amount of wanking <laughs> no 40 percent of that and then the rest of 40 uh, percent just you looking like a bit of a dope we're just typing just away typing. editing imagine your your face your editing face or like yeah, yeah there'd be it's like a juggling face you could get some really disturbing shots of you have you ever had anything go out online that you didn't want online or Um, anyone tag you in some shit that you've had to quickly take down nothing oh mate i was a stripper so there's probably photos people uh, have photos would you go full so you would show your pain and stuff no no no, oh really no No, it's just like if you think about have you seen magic mike this is really good no well i've watched them of course because it's industry sort of yeah. So you were. It was you like a, it was like a stage show with dancing around, and you're up on stage, and it's like. And so you're just in your undies. So you, you don't get do you down to your undies, and then you rip it all off, pretend like you've got nothing on, but you've got a towel on. So it's basically <sighs> it's just prancing around, and then it's, it's like, so easy. There was one time I did this show, and you rip it off, and you drop the towel, but you're not facing the audience. Uh-huh. You're facing the back of the stage. Yeah. And as I did mirror. it, as I did it, I just realised that, that, that these two girls were waiting by the side of the stage, looking up. And I looked over to my right, and I was like, "Oh, damn!" 
<laughs> they knew what was going to happen, so they got aside. Did you ever feel uh, that people cross the line? Oh, at these shows, yeah. fucking oath. Yeah, it was it was very intimidating. Yeah, what would people do? It was the it's just the energy. It's like no, it wasn't. Of course, there was like people trying to grab you and and shit like that. But I think you probably accept that if you <laughs> if you're a stripper. Yeah. Um, but just the energy of the of the people in the room. Do you hang out with female strippers? Is it like a stripper nah, community? Nah, no, nah, it's nah. quite separate. I think it's it's very different. Is it like is it a big thing within the gay community? Would you do it for like gay people? I as didn't, well? but no other people did. And that was a big thing. Yeah, I guess it's like men hiring female strippers. Men, gay guys want yeah male strippers. Absolutely. But no, I never did it. Do you regret doing all that stuff? Oh, looking back, I was 19. I'm 29 now. So it's mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Yeah. I look back and it's like, I actually think, who the, who the fuck was I? Yeah. It's so weird because it's so far from Where who I am now. Where did it come from? Was it a desire to make coin? So, yeah, it was like my mates who I met in the gym. We were training heaps. We were both personal trainers. And he was doing topless waitering. And yeah. he's like, oh, you know, you're training, you should do this. And, and you I, had your own business, didn't you? Yeah. And then so I started with this guy. We started doing topless waiting. Then we're like, let's start our own business. And so we did. We took out a Yellow Pages ad. Really? How much did it cost you? It was like five grand. And it Fuck. worked. It actually worked though. Yeah. It was that at was the time. That was when Yellow Pages worked. Yeah. So like it, it, the internet for that kind of stuff, if you probably got on there, it would have been really good. We had a great site. Mm-hmm. And we started getting jobs through online, but all the it all drove to our website anyway. So people yeah. would either call or, but it was it was probably a worthy investment. People rang. The How phone much rang. were you making? Do you reckon? Oh, a couple of thousand bucks a weekend. Yeah, it's good. That is great. Yeah, it worked really well. And when did you? What was your final show? Um, I reckon it was the when I went away. I reckon it was the you went to, to uh, New Zealand, to New was Zealand yeah. and Tasmania. Uh huh. There might have been one after that. I can't really remember. It's it's seriously a blur. Like it's all other, like the Do you New think Zealand. You block it out a little bit. Nah, it's <laughs> the New Zealand trip. It was amazing. We went all over New Zealand, uh-huh. and it's like performance. You're dancing, and you're... man. It was like a it was like a full production. Do you think you could do comedy stand up? Nah, you're you you've you've pointed out to me a lot. You're not funny. Mm. You have, I've, I've pointed, pointed out that you're not funny. Yeah. yeah. You're not funny. And you've really you've really gone hard on that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's the same way that you constantly say to me, like, you just don't have, like, the, you've never built the muscle. So it's going to be hard for you. <laughs> but I've got the muscle. I've got the muscle. I've been building it for years. So I can just lift away and it does it. But you, you can't do that. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. It's yeah, like true. I've been building my funny muscle. You So you think you're funny. I, I think I'm funny. Yeah. The thing is, I'm funny when I don't want to be funny. Oh, like when I'm not trying to be funny. As soon as I try to be funny, I'm the most yeah, unfunny person i agree fucking annoying it's like because how can you prepare for that you just go on stage and hope that you're funny but then yeah, you'll true. slip into pretending or trying to be funny and then you're not funny yeah it's it, fucked then then what are the people who are actually funny what do they do like uh, a real you know a comedian oh, well, chris rock joe rogan these well, dudes they know they're funny they're great storytellers really aren't they yeah they, they know what yeah i guess you it's about working out what is funny because Joe Rogan isn't necessarily like a um, he's he's not like a Luke McGregor or something, right? He's not this like character 
Hughesy. Yeah, Hughesy or something like that. Yeah, where you laugh at him. Yeah. Just well, you're laughing at the character. But I haven't seen Joe Rogan do stand-up. Is it good? Yeah. What's he like? I. Do you know who Brendan Schwab is? Is he the fatter one who's always nah, he's like was a UFC fighter. He's okay. made of made of Joe Rogan's, but he's probably he's more of the dude that I was like, he's not going to be funny. Yeah, and then you watch him, and he's the storyteller that says the right things. And Joe's the same. He's like, he's got really interesting observations on things. Mm-hmm. So you're right. He's not a character that you're laughing at, as well as the things he's saying. Yeah, you're laughing at the story he tells and and his ability in seeing weird shit. The hard thing about what I think is funny, I think the f- funny is in the inappropriate. It's in that the mix of the two. But I think that the world that we live in now, which is probably the right the right world, but it is a world that is a little bit more sort of fucking on edge about shit. Because yeah. I find the stuff that I used to laugh at would be the shit that's making fun of other people. Like I find that like, you know, someone a comedian digging into someone in the audience and really getting it like just it's essentially bullying right but there's (laughs) there's something i think about that craft of just being able to like find someone's insecurities and go bang 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 Mm. bang which is i used to find enjoyable whereas now i feel like there's that voice that's well you can't you can't actually say that anymore that's not funny um yeah. Well, so what are you funny? Why are you funny? Because if you can tell me I'm not... Because you said recently, you've got more funny. Yeah, you've gotten funnier. I think maybe <laughs> but I, maybe that's because you're hanging around with me. I think what, uh, what makes me funny... Fuck, how did this podcast turn into me telling everyone that I'm funny and defending it? We need to say why you are easily jacked. Like, <laughs> No, I think um, uh, maybe I just... I would just, I don't have a filter Mm. and having a filter isn't fucking funny. Being too contrived isn't funny. Being able to say shit that people are thinking, um, maybe that's funny. I don't know. It's self-deprecating. I can look at me and be, see why I'm so fucking stupid. (laughs) Um, But I think the, turn off your fucking phone. It's it's someone messaging. um, I, I understand. How it works. <laughs> Fucking. The, yeah, the, the funny thing is, I mean, everyone who, everyone who becomes a stand-up comedian needs to ex- say, okay, I think that I am sort of funny. To, get, to get through. To, yeah, get, yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. get to that point. Yes, of course. So hang on. Could you? Could this all started by you asking me. This is not going to be Leon Shergren's fucking <laughs> podcast where I'm going to go up and do stand-up. Am I funny? That's am I called. funny? Look it up. It's a yeah. good podcast. Yeah, so, right. but hang on. Are you... Because you said to me, would you do stand-up? Yeah. Would you do stand-up? That's uh, my question to you now. I think that, that what I find really hard is there's so many fucking things that I want to do. There's so many... Like this podcast, I think about it. I'm like, is this aligned with... Like maybe I overthink shit. Well, we know I overthink yeah, shit. Yeah, you but, definitely do. But is... I always wonder like, is this podcast, is this relevant to the th- where I'm trying to go? And is comedy... Because like the thing with comedy is like there's um, some amazing comedians, but comedians are also fucked up. Like knowing some... Having some close friends that are comedians, like the comedians are fucking insecure... They're all fucking bitching about each other. Like, there's, it's fucking horrendous because they're all trying to, like, fight for the top and they're all pulling each other, like, 
there'd be so many people bagging out Husey as being this fucking mainstream bullshit yeah. comedian, which is just shitty. So I think that there's... So to answer your question, I struggle with understanding where to focus. Mm. And I've even, you know, to a certain degree, I've niched, I've tried to focus. So over the last two years, I've just focused on filmmaking or video production. And this year I'm starting to say, okay, well, why can't I do podcasts as well? Mm. Why am I putting myself in this one fucking category? Why not? Like, I love taking photos. Why not do photography? Why not? Like, I've had so many clients who ask me, can I do photos? And I'll normally handball the job or whatever. Mm. And now I'm like, oh, yeah, what? Cinematography and photography, there's a lot of overlap. You're playing with light. You're you're trying to tell a story. Mm. And just like comedy, it's the same way. But I think it's hard to work out who you are i mean how do you define how is your the definition of yourself changed in what respect i mean you never would have called yourself a filmmaker nah. two years ago well i started i'm i said before on this podcast i'm a cowboy but yeah. i so I started out by I, i've always made the stuff i want to make so I started, but you'd be more comfortable now calling yourself a filmmaker yeah and you do and that's uh, yeah it's it it is hard thing defining what you are because i don't think sometimes it's necessarily what you want the whole time so is it necessary defining yourself yeah. i think it's more it's more necessary internally to define yourself to know that you truly are something because you could call yourself a filmmaker but inside you don't really feel like you're a filmmaker i just make yeah. little videos but there's so many people too who want to be want to say they're a writer, a screenwriter or a mm. filmmaker but they don't actually want to fucking do the work so there's it's so easy we're in an age now where mm. anyone can update their instagram bio or their twitter bio to say whatever the fuck they want yeah and when i was when i was 15 years old before i'd fucking made much i just sort of edited a few things you know mm. just what you'd expect of a 15 year old to have done maybe a little bit more but I was calling myself a filmmaker and when you went on my website, it would read as if I was the biggest fucking agency in Melbourne. Uh, and talking is cheap. Um, but I I put up a, a, a quote on, my, um, on a sticky note in my office yesterday, which is um, knowing isn't doing. Mm. And I think that we can... And watching isn't doing either. So I think that people can watch their friends around them be on air and doing a, a mm. show or doing this or doing that. And they straight away assume that that means they can do it when it when doing is the hard bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's complicated. I mean, I'm thinking about all these things that you are too. Yeah. Well, it's thinking like, oh, I could run versus fucking running, right? It's yeah. like... Oh my run! Running is really would, annoying. Yeah, that's it's, why I don't do it. But it's it's think, effective, isn't it? Think, As putting on your personal trainer hat is how good is running? I, I don't recommend it. I mean, it's why? A, just too many things. It's it, there's a lot of things that it's hard on knees, back, especially if you haven't got a base level. But that's what is it on good for? Cardiovascular endurance, mm-hmm. mindset, mental yeah. state. How can you get that without injuring yourself? How can I get the mindset benefit? Oh, I guess bike cycling, riding, bike riding. Yeah, yeah, Hamish it's less does that in a big day, uh, in a big way, right? Like that's been his. Hamish, Blake, that's his big thing of, of cycling and doing Strava mm. stuff. Um, um, rowing, 
Yeah. Uh, what else? Cross trainer, all those things. So if someone was just say, would you recommend running? It's like, there's too many things that needs to come after that. Yeah. Are your knees fucked? Yeah. Well, that's is your the back thing. Okay? Like, is, it, is there, I feel like it's one of those things where I guess a certain amount of kilometers a day is fine. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you were to run a thousand meters, but then it, it, yeah, the problem with anyone suggesting any exercise, mm-hmm. if they don't know anything about you. Yeah is that's the problem because mm-hmm. if you don't know you <laughs> there's a lot of fucked up like pts and shit right who are just throwing out advice to do it i think kettlebells where how good kettlebells good if you're strong yeah if you've got a any base level of strength and you've got any base core strength or if you're starting out from the very bottom with like hardly any weight there's some good movements in there but if you have a fucked back yeah. probably not the best to start swinging a kettlebell I got um uh, I got off my brother uh, my dumbbells that I'd lent to him. Yeah, I saw that. Do you think um do you think I'm going to be able like all I really care about is having sort of decent arms, shoulder like upper I body. I think that's strength. your problem. I think uh, that's your problem. Nah, you're fuck no. It's not my problem. Do you know? Okay, your hang problem on. is you just don't fucking listen and you want to take me on this tangent of all Let these other tell shit you, that I want like to do. It's like anything. You got to do the work, like you were saying. We were talking about before. If you want strong arms, work on your back. If you want strong core, do deadlifts and squats. But I think that that's not common. Like I don't think that that's necessarily as obvious, right? Because my thing is, if you want strong arms, you do arm exercise. You you fucking do curls if i was just to do what are they called curls bicep, bicep curls, curls yeah. would i get big arms not necessarily you what does that mean? you haven't trained enough to to oh here it build goes again them. you haven't no, built- you're not like me you just don't you're not built to build muscle like <laughs> i've I am. never said that i can pick up a fucking slab of meat but it's, and it's I'll like just if you on- if you see some at the gym doing sit up like if you were to I understand sit-ups, right? The thing with sit-ups is you might be working your fucking abdominals, but if you've got a layer of fat, you're not going to fucking see the abs. However, yeah. I'm talking purely about if I just want... what What's that thing called? Your bicep. Bicep. If I want to build up my bicep, is it true that you need to work on your tricep because that's going to push out the bicep? Nah. What's, what's, what the tricep the other side of your muscle. Yeah, but I yeah, heard that if you build that out, the other things will look bigger. Sort of like well, when you sort of shave. Well, my there. mate's got an oversized tricep, which makes his bicep look bigger, smaller. So who's that? James. <laughs> what does that mean? An oversized oh, tricep? He, well, some people's like different muscles. Does he know that? Is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, mate, I've got a fucking oversized. Is it because he works the tricep? Too well, much? I don't know. So you're using your tricep when you're doing bench press and all those things, so it can grow a bit quicker than your bicep. Yeah. But my point is, if you were to grow your arms chin-ups and things like that yeah. so any any pulling movement like how do i fix the in between my shoulder blades oh mate this is not a this is not a counseling session it's not a fucking counseling. i'm just asking you as a mate in a fucking conversation probably start being active no beyond see this is the go thing. get a this basic is, circuit is a, program at the gym oh yeah this is classic fucking pt pusher but go, go get a basic a pt pusher the thing is, <laughs> this PT is the, pusher meaning suggesting you get a personal yeah, trainer. Fucking oath. I the thing you is, should, yes, this yeah. you the language you're using is the same fucking language when people say, "How do you lose weight?" And it's like it's all about moderation. What the fuck does or it's about a healthy diet? These are fucking. <laughs> these don't mean anything. What does a healthy diet mean? What the fuck? What does moderation mean? 
fuck that annoys me it's always the skinny fuckers that say it too it's all about moderation it's like mm. no you've just got a really good fucking metaz- metabolism can't even say the word oh this is hang on, a bit hot button at the moment i what? saw a girl post on facebook that she's using her super payment so you can like dig into your super oh, how you much know, super you got i don't know you can dig into your super when you're what is it 65 or yep. something you get access to it but mm-hmm. previously so before that she's only 20 something and she's got to dig into a super to um to fund lap band surgery fuck so all getting of a, that um yeah i worked with the pt doing videos where it was all about like fitness over the surgery stuff which 100% like when I fucked my back uh, they said 80% chance you're going to need surgery within two months and I just fucking lost a bunch of weight Mm. I'm a bit better now but fuck there's so many shit PTs that I just don't know how to and I also you know I love subscriptions you know I love spending money on shit but I've just spent so many times money on PTs I don't don't like being told what to do I remember there's your one, first thing. I remember one PT said to me, "Do you want the abs? Do you want the abs?" And I said, "Mate, you don't fucking have abs." <laughs> you because actually said I that. I said that to him because it's fucking true. It's like, how is this fucker who this is his one job? This is the only thing that he needs to work on, and he doesn't have abs. But it's like any- the guy who he puts in forty five minutes a week. You're selling in that dream. It's bullshit. It's like any industry, though. There's I don't a need bunch fucking of, abs, by the way. I a, think abs are so fucking overrated. There's a bunch of idiots in the field. And if you said to me, you want to go see somebody, I've got five people that I could recommend you to. And what really am I going to be spending a week on that shit? Oh, 150 bucks. It's fucked, isn't it? Of course, but you don't do it by yourself. That's the whole point of a personal trainer. I don't like groups. I'd have, I had people that come and pay me 250 bucks a week. And they'd come two to three, four times a week. And then what happens when they go away from you? They fucking put it all... Of course. They, they, but they, they come to the realisation, like you, you're the opposite of this. They can only be told what to do. And that's when they'll do it. So they factor it into their life. But is that like, a good... Is that it's, it's like saying... Like they're putting the barrier to entry so high. It's yeah. saying that... The only way that I'm going to be able to get to this standard is if I get a PT. What I'm saying is... Why don't we come to like, it's like PTs who are like, well, you're not going to really lose weight walking. I've gone from uh, being 120 kilos to being yeah, 85 but you've also, kilos. You've also changed your food massively. Yeah. It's a, yeah that's but, a, I mean, that was a 70% of it. of it. But the thing is, I think that people sell like, especially fucking biggest loser and shit sell that. I know that there's so many, you know, overweight people who spend hours in the gym and they're not willing. They're not changing their their mm. food stuff. Where they can go, they can do an. They could outrun me. They could do all that sort of shit, but they're still overweight because they're not changing that thing. So, if if seventy percent of it is, you know, they say what is it like seventy percent of it is food, fifteen percent is exercise, and fifteen percent is sleep, like as a as an estimate, right? Yeah. Do you believe in that or no? It's, it's not bad. So. 15% like if 15% is exercise surely especially with my plans to travel surely there's a way that I can create a system that I personally works where I don't have to pay someone money yeah but again it's like you're looking at your case which is unique to you and there's mm-hmm. so many aspects of your life and what you do that's unique to you so so but then are there PTs that specialize I reckon if PT said Similar to an osteo, where it's like the idea is that you shouldn't need me eventually. 
I feel like PTs are like the fucking Cairo industry. Yeah, where it's, it's a like business. You, you understand that you have a I business. I understand a business thing. And but you're not going to survive if you do but that. How, but, and that's exactly why here's I don't want to engage. Okay, here's the thing, right? Me as a personal trainer when I was 20 years old, 21 years old, right? I had some clients that had no results. Uh-huh. I had some clients that got lots of results. I had some clients that got average results, right? Here's the thing. There's people at different times of their journey that are more reciprocal to some information so some were listening to me and some weren't and maybe it was my communication style and maybe they went somewhere else they'd find someone who offers something better but other clients got good results the thing is though the, if we compare it to the video industry it's being a video person who can actually impart impart is that the word impart information and say hey, this is what you need to do. Buy this camera, do this, get set up and do it yourself versus doing like having to be there the whole time. Mm. And maybe that's not a great business model, but that's what I need personally. I don't want to spend... Like I hate crowds. I don't want to work... It, I don't want to be in a fucking yoga studio with other people. But at the same time, I don't want to spend 250 bucks on a personal yoga Pilates session. So you you were finding the out of everything you do. You don't like crowds. You don't like gyms. You don't like subscriptions. You don't like being told what to do. Sub- you know I love subscriptions. <laughs> no, what, you love subscriptions, is, but I, not exercise but ones. Is, I like what I want to know is the if we take the circuit, what they would do for a circuit, and say, okay, let's do that in your room. Yeah, let's do that in your bedroom. Chances are you're not doing it in your room. That's the fucking reality of it. But if yeah, you don't because no one does. Why would why would anyone do it in the room? I'm a motivated fitness fitness person. Fuck <laughs> it, here we go. But I'm not going to fucking do shit in my I'm, room. Yeah. I go to the gym because when I rock up, I'm doing a workout. But that's because you've been set up as a gym person, right? Not necessarily. I found what worked for me. I've done everything, mate. But I think the thing is that I think what has worked for me has been eating a low low caloric a low caloric diet along with medium grade exercise which is like what? fast fast which is walking what? fast walking yeah so you need something more than fast so walking. what yeah so That's what i've realized thing. is so, i've plateaued i've realized that okay now i need to build some muscle but i don't want to go to a fucking gym how do i do it just answer that that's a really good creative no, but it's not because you've you've outlined all the things that you could do a circuit in your room going so what does that look like you'd have to map it out but you there is so many limitations to doing something in a room a lot of the time life and fucking it's about doing what you don't want to do i don't think i think it's so fucking dumb that we spend money on gym memberships to go into our fucking cars and drive to then especially cardio i mean you would agree that cardio is fucking dumb at a gym i think it's fine so my my th- getting on a treadmill versus walking this or running the same fucking distance. Yeah, but then the other way of looking at it is, are you going to do it or are you not going to do it? Because if going to the gym means you'll do it, versus the being thing home, for me, a gym adds an extra barrier. Yeah, but a the guy who the guy time, who said the guy who said that he likes walking, it's the only thing you can do, fast paced yeah. walking. Just criticised people for going to the gym to do cardio. And the, walk. No, because the thing is that I think that for me personally, it's. Okay, the, th- the things I think about when I go to the gym, all right, walking in, fuck, I've got the, the first intro, got the welcome. All right, the person's going to be nice to me, fuck, whatever. Am I going to build a rapport with them? Do I need to speak to them? How much do, do I See, say hello? overthinking it already. Exactly. But so the thing is, I fucking love having my sunglasses on and going for a walk. 
because it feels comfortable for you that's the only reason and the half of the thing about exercise weight resistance training is it's uncomfortable everything about it's uncomfortable you're burning energy you don't want to it's making you feel a bit yucky inside you know we've spoken for 36 minutes i haven't done my five minute signal anyway fuck fuck gyms maybe maybe you've never invited me to your gym you can come to my gym you're just gonna pay yeah i'll fucking pay i know you don't fucking own the gym so if i uh, i'm putting this forward on a public mate you uh, can right hear this and the thing is i empathize with people who don't like gyms okay what I know about gyms are when you're there, you're going to be doing something. Okay. So, yeah. And something's better than nothing. So if you're the guy that does fuck all, go to the gym because you're in an environment where you'll most likely do something that's better than that nothing. So so let me put this to you. You go to the gym yep. four times a week or yep. something in the morning. Yeah. I meet you there every day. You, Tommy D, sure. me, we'll hang out and we'll go to the gym. Are you cool with me joining you at the gym? Sure. It's fine. Okay, right. And so I'll be able to do the same sort of shit. Like how do we how do we take someone who's been doing, you know, Tommy D's probably been doing the gym for 40 years. How how do we... <laughs> how do you, you see, here's the thing. You probably won't like it and you've got to realize that you're not going to like it. But what it's doing for you is really good. So I could point out five machines, that, do that, that, go. Okay. All right. The, he, see, the thing is... Is when, there anything... So, if I sign up to a fucking membership tomorrow... You can get a six-month... You're going away. You can, yeah. So, if I, I'm signing up for a membership tomorrow at your gym and I'm going to do it four times a week, is there anything that I need to know right now before I fucking sign up so it, the same shit doesn't happen? Where it always ends in me trolling the gym on Facebook because they're charging me a fucking cancellation now you'll, fee. You'll troll them because that's what gyms do, but you'll at least get something out of it. Okay. All right. Well, that was uh, the daily talk show. <laughs> You're sounding good. You don't sound sick, so that's great. Uh, remember, you can send us mail, PO Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. No one's sending us mail. Not yet anyway. I hope so. It would be fun. We'll read it on air. <laughs> and... Uh, We've got our YouTube channels. Tommy's at youtube.com forward slash Tommy Jacket. YouTube.com forward slash Josh Jansen. That's for me. Yeah, great. Thanks, everyone. Have he's, a good... Uh, he's not that funny. Look at his channel. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I'm not funny. And this is the problem. Do I be funny on YouTube? Who fucking knows? Uh, <laughs> we'll catch is, you tomorrow. Yeah, see you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs>